Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Laurie Time Podcast. It is me, your sad host, Daniel, joined by my equally sad co-host. Your boy, Zach. Uh, today, Zach is going to be taking us on his final fantasy, which isn't a commentary on how we're sad about our team losing today. It's more about a, a video game series that, yes, sir. that is very near and dear to your heart. Yes, very much so. I, um, yeah, I'm a big Final Fantasy fan. Okay. Uh, obviously, there's a million of them, so which one are we talking about today? We're actually going to be talking about Final Fantasy fourteen, which is the second MMO released in the line okay. of, of games. So okay. yeah, this is this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be kind of my next couple episode epic that we're st- <laughs> that we're putting together. I was I was kind of like putting together like an outline uh-huh. of what I was gonna do, and I was like, well, maybe six hours is a little long for <laughs> what episode. So I think so. So this episode, I'm gonna kind of just be setting up a little bit of history on Final Fantasy, mm. and then a lot of the lore and world building of the world of 14. I'm gonna go into, okay. and then that way in the next uh, couple episodes that I do, uh, this will kind of be like the good reference Point episode. Yeah, because yeah, because that's the thing about Final Fantasy is like I, I, they're not anthologies. It's not an anthology no. series, but it, they're they're all their own story. Yes, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna burst some bubbles here. Uh, so the first Final Fantasy was released in 1987, mm-hmm. and it's it's a pretty traditional old school uh, turn based game. So the term the term like JRPG came from yes, I think these games exactly. And so it's kind of interesting is there's been this rumor forever that's called Final Fantasy because Square Enix, who is the developer of Final Fantasy games, was gonna go out of business. This game was their last shot to make it big, so they called it Final Fantasy. And then that is the story That's that the is. It's a, it's a very anime story. It's a very anime story. Unfortunately, it is not true. Uh, lame. It was originally going to be called Fighting Fantasy. Uh, that name was already taken. They uh, wanted to keep the double F. Uh, FF. Yeah. And then Final Fantasy came off of that. Okay. Yeah, and that you know, with the the whole circulation that it was their final game, and then it like took off and it, like saved the company. It did. It did a, take it. The story took it the life of its own. Yeah, exactly. It became yeah, and stuff like that. And yeah. then eventually, the creator was like, "That's a great story," but that's <laughs> not how Final Fantasy is also very popular for you non Final Fantasy mm-hmm. fans, but more for your Disney heads. Yes, because of Kingdom Hearts, and oh, yeah. I don't think Kingdom Hearts combines with all the Final fa- Final Fantasies. I think it's mostly seven and. Eight. Eight. I think a little bit of nine too, because isn't VV the? Yes, yes. VV's in it for an, like thirty minutes in one. Yeah. Um, but they're all different, and so like JRPG, uh, just I guess to kind of yeah. before you take over, yeah, is the term Japanese RPG because mm-hmm. the Japanese have traditionally kind of established the turn based. Yes. Right, Pokemon things like that, but I I think another common. Uh, com- a common commonality that feels redundant yeah. with it though is how lo- long that they tend to be like we've played Persona 5 yeah Royal and that's 101 it took me about 130 <laughs> so they tend to be very grindy yes uh, Square Enix has made its money off of uh, the JRPG because have you played Octopath Traveler no I haven't very, very similar uh, I have put a hundred hours into it, and I'm stuck on one part. Are you really? <laughs> the no. grind is the that is unforgiving. That is an unfortunate trademark of a lot of JRPGs, especially older ones that are mm. based on like the old. Because there wasn't as much content back then, right? 
it was harder to do a story on a Super Nintendo or just your yeah. old Nintendo system. So the game, the game loop itself was grinding. That's yeah. that's what it was. You went in the dungeon a bunch of times and you just leveled up. That was the game. So sometimes that those systems have carried over and. I don't think they go as well with modern games, but no, 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 no. I think uh, I think you have to accept it when you yeah. buy one. You'll at least know you'll get your money's worth. Yeah, you'll put oh 100 yeah, hundred something exactly. hours into it. That's kind of how I do. It. I do like a dollar an hour. Oh yeah, if and if I get yeah. yeah. So in terms of that time, but um, so Final Fantasy fourteen, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, it's the MMO version of Final Fantasy. Correct. And what about what about this? hit for you because I know, like I said there's six, we're on 16 now there, there's 16 um, so what about this one is, is the magic so what really hit this one is I, I like MMOs mm-hmm. I like the idea of like big fantasy worlds you can run around and be a part of uh-huh. and um, and it's kind of I'm going to go into it has a very interesting world to it mm. and but I think more than anything Final Fantasy 14 gets called the one piece of MMOs okay because it is it, it's 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 a Final Fantasy game first and an MMO second. Okay. So it's this huge story thing. It literally had a whole like plot arc that went like ten years, and it was very much oh. like little characters come back and like okay. little events you don't think are important in one expansion come back to be major things in another. Okay. So is so as far as with it like the whole like plot and the whole going through it, it's just it was really engaging because mm-hmm. um, it's a really good Final Fantasy story. Um, I, um, how much experience do you have with Final Fantasy games? Uh, I played. I so I played Seven Remake. Okay. I know the the legend of Seven. Yeah. Right, and the whole spoilers for Aerith dying. Yeah. Sephiroth, Sephiroth. I watched. Uh, I watched the movie. Yeah. I watched Advent Children before ever playing one, and yeah. I was like, "Who are these people?" Like, and you could tell it's a movie meant for people who know Final mm-hmm. Fantasy. I know Seven. what's going on. Yeah. So I'm like, "Who are these people?" Yeah. What is well, going on? But I was like, it's a big blonde dude with a giant sword and a motorcycle, and I'm like, oh, oh like this, yeah. That's an easy follow. Um, I bought what's the one with Titus? Ten. I bought ten. I never played. It. I like ten. I've played fifteen, and I've played sixteen. Okay. And I'm I'm halfway through sixteen. So just for more context to people too, because you'd be like, oh my god, there's sixteen of these games. Each one is a standalone game in mm. and of itself. And they're they're not sequels. They're all set in, in different worlds and everything. They share a ton of characteristics with each other, mm-hmm. but they're all individual entries. And if there is a direct sequel, it would be like there's Final Fantasy X and then there's Final Fantasy X two. Yeah. That's how you know it's a direct. Yeah, because uh, um, because thirteen has three has three. Yeah, it's like thirteen X thirteen two then thirteen. 13. I think Lightning Returns. Lightning, yeah, yeah, something. Um, but so so that's your jam, and yeah. so that's what Zach is going to be talking about today. So uh, I'm excited to hear about it. And yeah, no, for sure. So yeah, when uh, I remember I I got on this game because I was taking a break from Wow, mm-hmm. and then I just never went back to Wow. Okay. It like uh, stole it away. So fi- so Final Fantasy 14 uh, takes place on a planet uh, called Hydaelyn. Uh huh. And basically, the majority of what we're going to be talking about takes part on a continent that's uh, called Eorzea, is what they call it. And it's a loose collection of, like, city-states. Okay. So, in um, Heidelin, in in this world, there's what's called Astral and Umbral Eras. Okay? So, an Umbral Era is a calamity. 
there's always this giant calamity that occurs. For some reason, no one's quite sure why. Uh-huh. And then it's followed by an astral era where everything is really good and everything's like rejuvenative and things get really good. And then there's like another calamity. Okay. Um, now, to kind of understand this, I gotta go into a little bit about the history of 14. When Final Fantasy 14 first came out, mm-hmm. it was not good. That's what I've heard, yes. It was very bad. Um, it was not a fully fleshed game. It was it just was not good. So what they did, and which is very rare to do because it's a huge financial gamble, is they shut the game down, that fixed it, re-released it, and the re-release is the big hit. The mm-hmm. that and that is like gone on today. But when it first came out, it was a huge gamble to shut it down and start it over. And part of what they did, which was really cool, is they built it into the lore that there was another calamity. That caused it to shut down. That caused it to shut down. So there's, I'm going to go into more about what that calamity was. But you could see there was this moon, and it kept getting closer and closer and closer till it actually destroyed the world, and it shut down the server. Oh, uh, okay. So it's a, it was a cool... That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I like, the, like a pivot kind of thing on it. Yeah, because they basically were like, hey, we're... Like, they actually came out and apologized, too. Which is kind of what, because Yoshi P, who is in charge, like you can tell, he loves the game and he really wants it to be a good experience for everyone. So this is, uh, it was a huge gamble, and MMOs are very difficult games to make and maintain because they're these huge games. And I think more than anything, it's games people want to be able to play for forever. Yeah, and people will people in the MMO space are notorious for playing a game for two thousand hours and then going, "There's nothing to do." Yeah, no, that's that's the yeah, and I think that's and then you have to kind of like those are the people who get weird and are like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I'm gonna count every, I'm gonna collect every this yeah. item in the game and see how long that takes me. And yeah, so it's like, and I think that's a, a, an issue too in just all role playing games because you have yes. those people who go, how do I get from level one to night like mm-hmm. ninety nine? I'm gonna optimize as, the fun out as quickly as possible so I can just beat the game and exactly. Like, and I think what you said, it's it's not so much. Though it's it's not so much the game, it's the world, the, wor- the, the living in the world, yeah. you know, meeting people and working together. It's on, fun. Yeah, on that. And I yeah. know for some reason MMOs are a really big thing in Japan because like a lot of yes. anime that we watch is MMO related. Yes, hundred um, percent. I mean, Final Fantasy is like I think Final Fantasy is was like the flagship uh, game for Sony. Yes, it was all hundred percent Jap- Japanese. The first one, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so that's kind of so that was the reset that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm gonna I'm gonna let everyone know that's this thing. I'm gonna be going into huge spoiler territories, so I'm gonna be giving you some information that's not quite in the order that you would learn it in the game. So these are huge spoilers. So if anyone's listening who wants to experience this by themselves, <laughs> spoiler free. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be keeping it vague still, but enough uh, for you. I'm gonna be giving. So, so before we go on, how yeah. many hours do you know how many hours you put into the game? Oh, <laughs> I don't I don't know the <laughs> hours. I know I've been subscribed for like four straight years. Oh, so that's impressive. Enough. Enough. Enough, enough, enough hours. Enough. It's it's a, I know it's an aggressive amount. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Uh, Yes, so I'm going to be saying some things out of order, my <laughs> thousand hours of experience. So originally there was one world, and it was very different from the world that we're going to be playing and inhabiting in the game. And in this world there was a 
calamity. There was the world was about to end, um, and I, and eventually I'll explain why the world was going to end. But the world was going to end. So in this world, um, it's a lot like Warhammer 40k, where their emotions mm-hmm. can create things. So uh, that is, there were no technically like gods per se, mm-hmm. but what happened is, is they had this idea that if they all came together and put their willpower into creating a god to protect them from this apocalypse, then he would be able to stop the incoming apocalypse. So that's what is called the convocation. They got together and they created what was called Zod- a Zodiac. And Zodiac was able to stop the um, calamity. Uh, yeah, the calamity, but. By stopping the calamity, it cost like I think like half the population, and okay. it killed a lot of people. Okay. And it kind of like split. And because the souls get recycled, it was creating like new species and things like that. So in order to get those people back, they like made a deal with Zodiac that they oh. were going to sacrifice all the new species oh. in order to bring back all the people who were sacrificed to oh. summon him. Yeah. Okay. So what happened is there was a split because half of the people were like, yes, we will sacrifice everyone to bring yeah. all okay. of our friends and family back. And the people were like, no, that's kind of, that's wrong. <laughs> so they banded together and they uh, created another god called Hydaelyn. Uh-huh. And Hydaelyn uh, represented more like willpower and like free thought. And her and Zodiac fought. Okay. Her and Zodiac uh, fighting managed to split the world into 13 reflections. Okay. 14 in total. Final Fantasy 14. Doing so sealed Zodiac away. He okay. was trapped and imprisoned on the moon. Okay, as you do. As you do. And Hi- and Hydaelyn, she became the mother the mother crystal. So Final Fantasy games revolve around crystals. Yes. So she became like the spirit of the world. Okay. And like mother she, Earth, she's personally. mother earth. So she she exists within the earth. Now her power is what keeps Zodiac locked up on the moon. Okay? okay. Now, when the planet split into the 14 different reflections, it split the souls of everyone who left into all the different parts. So all the characters that you would play and everyone that you meet are different parts of the souls of everyone who originally inhabited the world. Okay. So just... Uh, yeah. For Final Fantasy fan, like anybody who's never played a Final Fantasy game, there's... There's this thing we like to call, like, not Final Fantasy bullshit, but, like... Oh, Like, yes. it's, like, anime Final oh, Fantasy that, bullshit, yeah, and that feels like that, whereas you're like, this feels kind of, like, wild. Oh, it is wild. It is wild. And like I said, I'm telling this these are all revelations that come, like, down the line. Okay, so, wait, so, so we're all... So everybody's a reflection You're of... all pieces of the of the original... So the original inhabitants of the planet, mm-hmm. everyone has different pieces of their souls. Okay. Because the souls get recycled. Okay. So it's because it's like the nature of life coming through. So their okay. souls didn't completely disappear, but okay. they got broken apart completely. Okay. So, and that's what inhabited all the different planets. Okay. Okay. So the, the game takes place on what is called the source, okay. because it is the closest to the original planet, planet that existed. Okay. Now, all the other planets, uh, are, so there's the other 13. Mm-hmm. And they're like copies of the source. So they're all pretty similar, but they're farther enough away. Okay. Okay. So when that happened, civilizations began to form on each planet and, mm-hmm. and, and each reality. And they all kind of formed similar, but different. Slightly in the, different. Right. The, like mirror, like a parallel universe? Correct. 
Now, there are people on our planet who have what is called the power of the echo. Okay. That is what Heidelin is able to talk to. That's when more of your spirit is like intact. Okay. When you're closer to being like an original person. An original person, correct. So when you have the power of the echo, you have the ability to see people's pasts. Okay. Because you can kind of like piece things together. So she had Hylan is able to directly talk to these people. Okay. Okay. So in so basically the more parts of your original soul that mm. you, you have, the more you remember of the past. Okay. Now, there is a group of the original humans who existed mm-hmm. who remember, they remember vaguely who they were originally, okay. and they remember that they're trying to get back and trying to get all their friends, all their family, trying to re-put their society together. Okay. They will be our, in quotations, the big bads okay. for a while. They are going to be called the Asians. Okay. And the Asians are trying to basically they're not they're trying to do something we would do essentially they're trying to get their families back they're trying to put the world back the so way, way it was. was exactly so are we I'm assuming so we're not playing as them we're no we're not as playing as Billy them. and the boys who exactly so what they do is they cause calamities on the planets oh okay we're not them and they basically, what because what it does is when one planet is destroyed, it's returned to the first, and more souls come together, and it weakens Heidelin herself. Okay. So what they're trying to do is destroy enough of the reflections to weaken Heidelin, because she, all of her power is basically keeping Zodiac contained. So the we can so so wait so they're blowing up like the actual planet. They're they're causing calamities. So basically on the so on the thirteenth. Yeah. They overflow it with darkness because there's the light and the dark. There's the elements. Yeah. They overflow it with darkness. That is, and so that planet is essentially ruined. That is where like demons come from. Okay. So on the source, when people bring demons over and everything, what they do is they open up a portal to the thirteenth. Uh, okay. And the demons come out of there because that world is destroyed. Okay. So they try to get over to our world. And um, so every time that they do this, that they cause a calamity, it rejoins with the source, and that causes one of the umbral eras. Okay. That's in these the the cycle. So every time one of the planets collapses in, creates a catastrophe on the source because a planet is one of the reflections is being destroyed. Okay. So does that affect? So like, what I mean is that mm-hmm. so so there's fourteen, right? Mm-hmm. So are as they continue, there's they don't like remake. No, like we don't go back to fourteen. Like there's not a reset. It's no, there's not a reset. Okay. So basically, the more that they destroy, the more calamities that and, and that they cause, they weaken the bonds that hold like Zodiac at bay. Okay. If Zodiac comes back fully, then they're able to fulfill what they tried to do originally: sacrifice the lives of everyone who exists. Oh, okay. All the spirits would come back, and they would be able to bring back everyone who died originally. Okay. So in their minds, what they're trying to do is is, just put things back where it was. Because that was their original goal. Mm. They all made a promise to each other. They were literally like, these are our families, these are our friends. They think we're just abnormalities, and they're trying to put it all back together. So they ended up being really interesting like complex villains because yes they, they do bad things but they're really just like people trying to bring their family like what would yeah, you do to bring your family back exactly and they but they have to do it by like 
killing a bunch of people. They don't, the people that they're killing, they don't see. They're just like, you're just reflections. You're pieces of. Of, yeah. You're, was it a, they're like parts of a whole. Exactly. Kind of thing. Okay. So, so you're like parts of the whole and you're broken apart. So they're trying to put everything back together. And again, this is all major likes because for a while you don't really know what the Asians are doing because they're just kind of like dicks for a while. They just show up and they're like, ha ha! We're evil. We're we evil. did this thing. We took a baby. And yeah. Like, what the fuck? And okay. you know Zodiac is like bad, but you don't know like why he's bad. And then every time one of these calamities happens, Heidelin gets weaker and weaker. So her ability to talk to you gets uh. more and more strained. So it's kind of like, is she around? Does she actually like care about us? Mm, okay. So that so that's like the basis of what's going on. So on top of this, on the source, kind of away from the plotting and the scheming, uh, there is Eorzea, which is a continent uh, on the left on the left side of the map, and it's made up of, of a bunch of separate uh, city states. Okay. And those city states are broken up into uh, Limsolominsa, which is it's a bunch of castles that are put on the these islands. And uh, it's a, I had to look this up. It's a thalassocracy. The fuck is that? It's a maritime um, government. So basically, they, they were a bunch of pirates. Okay. Who were like, maybe we could like form a government. So they kind of like set up this like, it's almost like a, um, in Pirates of the Caribbean, how they have. Oh, um, the pirate code. The, the pirate code. Or the, or the, the, the yeah. other pirate captains. And they kind of like, what if we like went legit? So they built uh, these castles. They're they're a very maritime empire. They have ships all on the coast. They do a bunch of shipbuilding. Fishing is huge in their economy, and they're led by an admiral, okay. who was you know just the head of the ad. And they uh, that's how they kind of pick their governments. Uh-huh. Uh, you have Gridania, which is um, in the woods, okay. And that's uh, and that's um, their rulers are picked because there's the spirits of the trees, uh-huh. and their leaders can talk to the spirits in the woods. Okay. So they're allowed to live there because they kind of like go by the will of the wood and, and what they do. Mm-hmm. So the people who can talk uh, to the woods they have like these special horns, and they're called the hearers. Okay. So their government is made up of the people who can actually speak and commune the with the spirits. And they're kind of like the trees, kind of like let them know like who can come in. They're very like don't come into our woods. They're um, I'll go about the actual races in a little bit, but they're very much like elves. Okay. And they're very kind of like this is our special area. Don't come in. And uh, you have Ulda, which is um, it, it, I mean, it's in the desert, and it is uh, it, it's a lot of like mining or um, mm-hmm. they're, 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 it's a. Uh, but it's a lot like dwarves. They aren't called dwarves, but it's a lot like dwarves. And they're ruled over by a, the sultanate. <clears throat> there, right. And there's a sultana. But it's really ruled by the syndicate, which is a group of, like, merchants. And um, uh, um, it, it's like in uh, the first um, uh, Star Wars, the uh, whatchamacallit guild. Uh, oh. Like the Trade Federation? Yes, it's, it's, it's like the Trade Federation. They have all the power because they control all the money and everything. The sultana's like, she has power, but they kind of, like, run it. Yeah. The East Alternate Trading Company is the one oh, that has, like, the most juice... And they're run by a dude called Lord Lolorito, and he's like the scummy, like oh okay, yeah, your classic evil business. Yeah, he's like, he, but he, he's kind of like, but he's your evil businessman. Yeah, so, yeah, okay, <clears throat> but and but he's ruled there. And then you have my favorite one, which is Ishgard. And Ishgard is to the north, and it's this big snowy area. Okay, and they're ruled over by the Holy See of Ishgard. Um, 
They in in this world there's like a pantheon of gods called the Twelve. Okay. Um, they Ishgard only really goes after one of the gods, though they go over Halone, which is the Fury. And they they are aggressively cool. They are a very uh, militaristic, like <laughs> like uh, Nordic. Yeah, very of. Nordic. And their whole thing is they fight dragons. Okay. They're in a thousand year war. It's called the Dragon Song War against dragons. Okay. And they both want to be in this land. And, and they just fight this um, death war with each other. Okay. And that's kind of cool. It's very cool. Yeah. And basically, Ishgard ignores the rest of the city-states. Because they're like, no, we're fighting. And it's very much like a we hate them, they hate us, we're going to kill the dragons, or they're going to kill... And it's just this um, constant war that they have. Um, so are the are the races pretty diverse? Because I know that... There's yes. A, a, but like, are they spread out diversely? Like, Or do you notice, like, oh, like... The the Sultan one has more like yes, of these races. They're, 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 they are broken up like that. Um, okay. So what they're called is higher is humans. Okay. They're like us, and there's different like subsets of them, like people who come from the hills. And mm. There's there's the Elizin, which are elves, and then there's like the wood variation, more like a high elf type. Yeah, the high elf type lives in Ishgard, the wood obviously in the woods. Um, there's Lalafell, which are the dwarves. Now they're not. Dwarves in the traditional sense because they don't have like beards or anything. They're uh-huh. just kind of like, sh- like small. <laughs> the squats. No, they, they, they like squats. They're kind of like shaped like pears. They're like really funny looking. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's the Makita, uh, the, uh, the, Ma- the Makito? Yeah, which are the cat people. Uh, oh my god, there's a lot of the cat people <laughs> running around. They're more like nomadic. They oh, okay. and and they live more in like like uh, the cats in Skyrim. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I forget what they're called. Uh, there's the Rodigan, which are. They're difficult to explain. They're like the maritime people. They're kind of like orcs. They're really big. They're they're kind of like green. They're really like they like to fight. Mm-hmm. They're kind of considered almost more barbaric, but they're really like seafaring and they're they live a lot in Limsalumensa just because of like the seafaring connections. Yeah. Uh, the admiral is actually she's uh, wrote again. You have the Ara, which are uh, they're dragon like people. So they have horns. They have scales. They have tails. Okay. And they and they live on like plains, like they so it's like a steppe. So they're almost like uh, European, like almost like Slavic. Oh. Okay. Like yeah, like a transient. Like they have like caravans and stuff oh, okay. like that. You have the Viera. Oh my God! Someone just started sweating when I talk about the Viera. <laughs> they are the bunny people. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of fan art for that. Oh, so the Viera, their whole thing is they live deep in the woods, and the women are the like. You really only see women because the guys just like they, they are like the hunters gatherers. Yeah, they all have accents because Final Fantasy needs somebody to want to have the horny men. To exactly. Die. So for a long time, you could only play as the women Viera, okay. and in the last expansion, they let you be able to play as the male Viera. And by God, there was a lot of funny boys running around. No. But but they're really cool. Like their like society is really cool. Like they live in like these forests, and, like these like treehouse kind mm-hmm. of things. And they're very like secretive. Like they don't like people to like come into their culture as. Then they knew who we, they know we don't like these people. These people are psychos. Exactly. And then there's so then there's the Harothgar, which are basically like big cats. Okay. They're like like big lion people essentially, and they're cool. Um, so there's a bunch of other races too, which are called like the beast tribes, which are people which are races that are a little they're 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 more animalistic. They're yeah, a little bit more they're considered simple. more like savage. Like they're pagan. more savage. They're yeah, more, yeah exactly. So there's, and a lot of the early confrontations are between, like, the beast tribes. 
Um, going back to the city-state, so there's Ish, as I was talking about the Ishgard, which is a theocracy, and it's ruled by the leader of the of their church, the Holy See, and like it's very like there's snow everywhere in Ishgard. It, it's a it's a very cool city. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's Alamigo, and so Alamigo's I'm going to be talking about is a conquered city. It was on the border between them and an enemy, which I'm going to go into, and Alamigo um, was a very uh, very salt like sultany like it was kind of like an Arabian type okay. city, and they were basically like the protection, like in Lord of the Rings, you know, like the, the border, the yeah. border. But they got a, a mad, so they basically got a mad king, who kind of went crazy and started killing everyone. And in that like confusion, mm-hmm. there was like a revolution, and then they uh, got okay, taken over gotcha, after gotcha. that. And then there is Charlene. So Charlene is a city state of scholars, and they came from an island called Old Charlene. And they came to um, to Eorzea, and they kind of settled in this town. Mm. And once things started going south, kind of bitches, they just <laughs> got on their ships and left. left. Oh, they're like, this isn't fun anymore. And they went back to um, Old Charlan. Okay. But they're but they're like a group of scholars. They're very learned. Again, the elves they don't they really don't fight. Their whole thing is they just learn about things, but they don't get involved. And they're just like, oh, that's cool, and then they'll take off. Exactly. Like, oh, that's bad. Let's not do that again. Let's not do that again. So, so those are kind of the main original city states that that uh, we kind of deal with there, and the main enemy here is going to be the Garlean Empire. Okay. Oh, the Garlean Empire is made up of a race. They're 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 like yours. So, so they're they're humans, but they have a third eye. Okay. Here and it, it's like a weird. It's not like an actual like eye. It's it's like almost just all white. Essentially, okay. And they were originally, um, they they are the only race that can't use magic. Oh. And they were persecuted because they couldn't use magic. So they, are they like industrial? Mm-hmm. And they just got the shit kicked out of them forever. So they got pushed out of their homeland, and they got pushed into this like this uh, like Nordic abyss, which is just this wasteland of snow. And they founded Garlemald, and they were like, everyone hates us. We all hate everyone. We hate everyone. And they discovered Magitech. Because they can't use magic. But they can... But they eventually discovered this... uh, It's called Ceruleum. It's like like oil, essentially. Uh And they started creating just huge amounts of... um, like, like a gun that shoots magic. A gun, no, they have, like, guns. And they have airships. They actually have, like, cars. They have, like, the walking tanks. And they just were so much more technologically advanced. So they kind of, like, advanced. And then they were, like... Screw you guys, because they were constantly like persecuted. They started like taking over things. Yeah, they are the big evil like empire. Mm-hmm. And what's not originally known, which is what will be eventually known, is that their emperor is actually an Asian. Okay, and he just kind of exists in like a body, and then he goes into another body because they can. And he's just been ruling them uh, forever, okay. and he causes them to cause as much discord and destruction as possible. To continue with the plan. Exactly. But it's kind of funny because the Garleans thing, so again, in this world is the beliefs can create gods, mm-hmm. which are called primals. And basically the beast tribes are constantly getting pushed around. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of interesting because they're like antagonistic and they're the bad guys, but they are also kind of pushed around by the other like It's kind of like this 50-50. Yeah, like, they're, they're, getting... they're seen as less than because they're more animalistic. Exactly. And... So in their kind of like desperation, they create these gods. And the gods do what they call tempering. So when a primal is actually summoned, if you're in its presence, 
it just takes you over. It's like willpower uh, overpowers you. Yeah. So no matter what happens, you have to like serve it. Okay. Now the only if you have the echo, you, it you you're not able to get um, taken over okay. by a um, uh, primal, and the reason being is because Hydaelyn herself is actually a primal. She okay. was created, and so people don't know. So you are technically tempered to her, but because her thing is all about free will, it's uh, self defeating. Mm-hmm. With the purpose. Yeah, because her, her thing is like, so she doesn't actually like impose it on you. She actually wants you to have free will. So mm-hmm. by giving it to you, you can go against the primals and not be tempered by them. Yeah. But that's the big problem is because the beast tribes get scared. They summon a primal. The primal basically takes over everyone there. So they're constantly just like, so even if the primal gets defeated, Let's they're see. like, we have to... The prime directive is, mm-hmm. oh, let's go get revenge or Exactly. Whatever. And... So the Garleans thing is they think the primals are the biggest threat to the planet. And their whole thing is, well, if we just don't let people have religion and we get rid of, like, the gods, then everything will be fine. Okay. So, like, we'll just take over everyone over and we'll get rid of all their beliefs and we will just have one giant, like... Super god, that's all, that's like us. Yeah, exactly. And they don't believe in, like... um, so they, they consider everyone like savages, and like idiots, and they try to take over just all the different areas. And that's like that's like their main thing. They're like, we need to get like these strong leaders. You guys are weaker. We're stronger. We're better than you. It's a very like Darwinistic. Yeah. They absorb people, make them slaves, put them in the army, make them fight for them, and they a just, classic empire. A classic empire. So they are always knocking at the because they don't like that Eorzea is there because they're. They're, like, neighbors geographically. Uh-huh. And there's, like, this whole section of the continent that they're just not quite able to crack. Okay. So they're trying to get over there. Now, um, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, an, an empire that existed before all this called the Allegan Empire. Okay. The Allegan Empire was super advanced in everything they did. They had, a, a, like, a super amount of, like, technology. And a lot okay. of what the, the Garlean Empire finds, like, you find the, the Allegan relics. And it's, uh, like, it's like finding these, like, super high-tech things from the past that are able to help. So everyone's always looking for these relics. The Allegan Empire was not a nice place to be. Okay. They were psychos. Okay. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about dragons, too. So dragons come from a different planet. Oh, I mean... Yes, they. That's, that's not the weirdest thing I think. No, in Final Fantasy. So no, the long and short of the long and short of it is they basically fought a race of what are essentially Necrons. Okay. And the dragons lost, so they uh, had to leave their planet. They were just kind of like floating in space. Ended um, up here. And ended up here. They heard Hydaelyn talk uh, to them, so they like made like a deal with Hydaelyn where they'll kind of like protect the planet. Mm, so they're like elementals. Exactly. Almost. And um, basically, they did not get along with the Garlean Empire. Oh, I bet. So they were fighting the Garlean Empire. And, or excuse me, not the Garlean Empire, the um, Allegan Empire. And the Allegan Empire basically put them under duress. They tricked them into creating a dragon primal, essentially. And is that T. Bahamut? Oh, Bahamut, yeah. Okay. They tricked them into creating a dragon by putting them under a bunch of distress. Because their plan was they took the dragon... The, the, the primal, uh-huh. they captured it. And they put it in this, uh, a moon, essentially, that's meant to, like... And basically, they use it as an engine. Okay. To, like, fuel their shit. 
So they used the anger and the rage because they constantly made it mad because it was literally like the manifestation, the manifestation of like a desperation of an entire like species. species. And they used it in order to fuel their shit. Okay. So they it was in space because they put it they put it in the uh, the moon and they okay. sent it up. And um, eventually, the Allegan Empire would disappear. It would go away. Obviously, you're left with all the relics of everything. So that it. That is the next big, like, calamity was while the Haunts was in this moon, the bonds that were weakening, uh, that were keeping it secure started to weaken. Mm -hmm. So it started to, like, call out to people. And it got the Garlean Empire. Oh. And it drove one of them mad, (laughs) essentially. So his thing was when they were invading, they were going to call down the moon. Like, his whole thing was like, no, there's, like, this moon out there, and we're going to, like, bring it down. Yeah. And everyone's like, why are we bringing it down? By bringing it down, it would open up. It would would free the dragon. It would free the dragon. So that was the big event that completely destroyed the world. And that was how the original game shut off, was because they got it down. Oh. He bahamped, broke out, literally just wrecked shit. um, So he gets beaten. But he um, is that the opening yes, cinematic? It's the opening cinematic. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. So yeah, Mahomes yeah. comes down. He wrecks everything, and then he was able to be defeated. But he was because of his rage, because he was trapped in there. So he kind of like got his revenge. But yeah. he so he came down. So that was the last um, big like event that occurs. Um, so going off of that, so then the game restarts. And um, you have you you're basically just an adventurer. Mm-hmm. You're that, just a guy. You're just a dude, but you get you have the power of the echo. Okay. And so Heidelin talks to you, okay. and kind of like starts steering you in directions. Um, and basically, what you're going to meet is the Scions of the Seventh Dawn, and the Scions of the Seventh Dawn are they are your shonen anime buddies. And they are going to be, their whole thing is they're going, there was the Umbral Calamity. They mm-hmm. are going to be leading us into the next, the next, they are the Scions of the Seventh Dawn. So they're going around basically solving problems that have oh. been created by this calamity, trying to get all the city states to like work together and try to bring us into like an actual yeah. like future. Okay. And the, so there's a lot of problems initially with this because, and I'll go into this more in like the next episode. But all these city states have like deep things where they don't get along, they don't yeah. fight together. It's all the politics, right? Befo- before the so like before they fought the Garland Empire last time, Ishgard just no showed the fight. They were very much like, where was Gondor? They were fighting the dragons. <laughs> no, the dragons are a problem. We promise. No, they they are, and it's um. <clears throat> And that whole that whole fight with them and the dragons is uh, very interesting because there's like the original progenitors of dragons that came and then they spread and they had kids and basically initially in that area the the elves and the dragons were friends. Uh-huh. Um, the dra- the elves ended up betraying the dragons of at course. a point, as you do, and they killed one of the main dragons like sisters. Uh-huh. Because all the power of the dragons is in their eyes. Uh, they killed her, took their eyes, and they ate it. Oh, okay. And that made them, like, immortal. Okay. And the dragons, basically, to the, they have, like, really long memories. So, basically... Um, it's on now. So, Nidhogg uh-huh. hates them. Because they got one of his eyes. Uh-huh. So, he only has one. Oh. And he hates them. 
and he will hate them. Basically, it, you find out that he could just beat them. Oh, but he doesn't want... Why does he want to beat them? Because he can... wants them to suffer for all of eternity. So he literally has just been fighting and killing and like eating them for a thousand years. Just the middle finger of them. As just his middle, because he has a whole brood of like dragons. Uh... And how dragons talk is they sing to each other. So it's called the Dragon Song War because he's constantly like... Hey, go we'll fight him. He's like, he's like singing out. So he never, like, the dragons never fully commit to fighting them. They just kind of, like, back and forth because he just wants it to go on. He doesn't, he never wants them to be happy. So, but the Ishgardian church doesn't tell any of the people why they're fighting. They're they, like, hey. they say the dragons were always dicks. Always dicks. Okay. So the people think the dragons are there just fighting them for no reason. So they're just like they hate the dragons because they're like. And the church knows if they told people, they would. Nobody, everybody, you know that's fair. You no, know, exactly. So the church just they have like their fury, which is the god, and then they they're just constantly fighting. So there's like this big. They they don't tell anyone why. Yeah. They don't tell anything, but the dragons hate them both. So it's literally just this giant war of like hatred for forever. Yeah, the classic church uh, church war. Yeah, and so that's, that's a very cool... That's my probably one of my favorite expansions is literally you just kind of like go deal with that. Okay. And it's really it's it's really good because one of the brothers... Um, one of the dragon brothers was in love with a human. Oh. And they couldn't be together. And he's just kind of like sad and aloof because... <laughs> He's just like so. Basically, you kind of like have to talk to him and like. No, and he's like nothing makes sense. Yeah, because uh, because Nidhogg is just full of like hate and anger, and so dragons can't. Uh, they're stuck in their dragon forms. Mm-hmm. They they can't. They, they can't. Okay. They can't. Um, there is so you find out that there's a couple other countries. Um, there is oh, what do you call it? It is a um. It's basically India. Okay. It is actually ruled over by a dragon. Nobody knows that. Oh, okay. But it's like in the palace, and it uses like um, hypnosis or something. Well, not hypnosis, but it uses like a golem, like this golem that looks like a person, uh, and it uses it to like walk around and talk to people. It's like a child, oh, okay. but it's really pulling. It really runs the government. Okay. And they don't. They're not taken over by the Garlean Empire because their whole thing is like trade. Uh, you need us. They, yeah, exactly. And they trade with everybody, and they're kind of like off the coast. They're kind of like awkward to attack, so they trade with everybody. Okay. Um. And uh, but yeah, so, so that's a big like basis of a lot of what we're going to be talking about in the next couple uh, sections. And I know that was a that was a big uh, <laughs> a history section. I was going to say eighth grade uh, social studies has nothing. Else. Oh no, that's like what I was trying to figure out how to like break this up into and I think that's the thing too which is so like the memes about Kingdom Hearts are mm-hmm. about how con not convoluted but yeah. how wild the lore gets yeah and I feel like Final Fantasy I feel like they took that from Final oh, Fantasy oh they 100% did because I know you have these two compendiums that are the history Three. of the world yes but they're like 500 page, pages like textbooks oh no they are and the thing is too you have to keep in mind too that like you learn this over the course so there's four expansions and a base game uh-huh. that's five full Final Fantasy games. Yeah. So this has been literally, this whole story is done over the course of like 10 years. So um, this was a very broad covering of like where we're at, what we're doing. So the next couple ones that I do are going to be very narrow focused and then they're going to get bigger and bigger. Uh Um, The last real main 
character that I'm going to bring up here before we kind of draw to a close is Xenos. And Xenos is like your Pokemon rival <laughs> through the games. He um, he was created by the Garlean Empire because uh-huh. they started running experiments. They're like, we can't use magic. What if we could? Yeah. So they tried to like create like a um, hybrid, essentially, of one okay. of the Empire's kids. And Xenos is the product of this. And Xenos is basically genetically perfect but he's a psycho he, no like his his he's so good at everything he does but he has like no like emotions but no one can ever beat him no one can ever fight him yeah so he's like uber bored what are you gonna do pussy yeah like, gives him a wedgie or something no exactly so they always send xenos in to like do stuff and he rules over alamigo which i said was like conquered and he's a psycho he basically just tries to like batman people he tries he kills people's parents in front of them and is like maybe if i make you and then he'll let people go because he's like yeah. maybe if i make them angry enough and they'll hate me enough they'll get better they'll get better and they'll come fight me so he tries to make people's lives miserable so that they come back and like somebody could fight him. He's like Kaido, but not Kaido. Right? But, like, yeah, but he Kaido. wants that. So the first time like you fight him, he beats you. But he's like, oh, there's like something there to where you could beat me. I feel yeah, I feel it in the bones. So he like lets you go, and, like he keeps like fighting you, and he keeps like getting closer, and or you keep getting closer to him, uh-huh. and he realize he like gets why I love Xenos and why I think he's a great villain is he gets onto your anime bullshit. So he realizes that if your friends are in danger, uh-huh. you fight harder. Okay. So he's like, huh, that's a little weird. Let me... He's like, no, so if I put people in danger, like, you fight me more. So, 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 so yeah, so much like, like, he's like, oh, okay, so does he, like, kidnap... Oh, he does, he tries to do all kinds of stuff to, like, fuck with you. Yeah. And it comes to a point where he actually tries to, like, end the world. Because huh. he's like, if I, end, like, if I get the world to, like, end, he's gonna, you're gonna be so juiced up trying to save everybody that you'll be able to give me this big, like, yeah. fight. Because he thinks you're, like, his only friend. Because uh. you're the only person who can, like, kind of, like, get what he does. Uh, okay. And, uh, it's really, it's really funny because he's, he basically helps cause like this giant apocalypse that's gonna end the world yeah and he shows up and he's like now's the time for our fight and you just kind of ignore him because you're like i've got all this other stuff because yeah like a meteor is coming yeah and he gets really sad and he's like oh so we're like not gonna fight (laughs) and you're like no you psycho and he's like oh and he literally just like pouts and like leaves because he realizes that you're not gonna like fight Mm -hmm. him so it's Again, this is a huge point, but he ends up, like, helping you stop the apocalypse. So that way you can fight so him. So that was at the end when he, like, does, he's like, no, we will fight. And then you're actually, you actually, like, do fight him. But, um, because, like, the first time that you do fight him, like, you barely draw even. Okay. And because you, like, fight him and give him a good time, he's like, that was great. And he kills himself. Oh. But they, the Astians don't let him die, so uh-huh. they kind of, like, bring him back. And he gets super mad that he's back. Uh, okay. Because he's like, I finally felt, so like, he's like, I felt something, I could die, I could be happy. So uh, that's I why he's, like that's why he goes after you again. Okay. To, like, because you made him feel, you're his only friend. And uh, so it's really, because, like, the Astians are always around him plotting. And he literally is like, I don't care. <laughs> They're like, the world will end, it will be free. Of like, He's like, yeah. that's cool. But, but like, I just need my fight. He's like, do I need to build this giant tower of evil? Okay. So he just like does shit and then like just ignores what they tell him. Because <laughs> he and, I, and, and Xenos is a really fun villain. Just because okay. like at the end when everyone's plotting and scheming, he's really just like, 
uh, I just gotta cause a bunch of evil shit, and then we can fight him. And then, oh, he's like, that's so much easier than I thought it would be. Yeah, and he's kind of he's he's got like this whole like golf bag almost of like swords that like rotates and he like picks what he wants to fight you with. Oh, that's so he funny. like fights people and he takes like these civilizations like holy swords and, like knives yeah. and stuff and he keeps them all in like this like golf bag almost and he just yoinks oh, and he's like what about this yeah. one and that's so, kind of yeah it's fun yeah you know you know he know he's a really fun villain and um that's also kind of like um Emmett Selk who's another great villain he is an Asian mm-hmm. and he basically tries to like get you because he's like why he's he's like trying to convince you he's like listen like all these people are going to die but you shouldn't even like be yeah. alive yeah. So he spends an entire expansion because he's like the main villain of it. Mm-hmm. But like, there's this giant calamity. Of course. It's gonna end like it, so. So it's bad. But he's like cause it. But he just hangs out with you because he's like, I want to see what you do. I want to see like how you deal with it. I want to see because you keep foiling us. Yeah. Our plans over and over again. Yeah. So what's the move here? Yeah. What's the move? Why do you care so much about? Interesting. About okay. these people. So he literally just because you can't really like fight him. Yeah. So he's he's so he literally just kind of like pops out. He's like, so you're gonna like. You have this problem. How do you solve it? And he just like hangs around and he watches you foil his plans. He's like, because he makes you a deal. He's like, I won't it, like interfere. Yeah. I just want to see why you keep fighting. I want to see why you keep struggling. Well, why do you care about these people? But yeah, so there's some great characters in here. And as you can tell, this is a very like complex world. As, yeah. Yeah. There's, I, I know that was a, a lot of information to go through. Mm-hmm. But as I said, the next couple uh, episodes are going to be a lot narrower. Focusing on just like the, the actual, the actual, because the science of the seventh dawn are a lot of fun. They're your straw hat crew. They're your your buddies whole time. Your your buddies whole time, and um, you really like it. Does a really good job. It's kind of like Persona where you like get all these characters, but like you care about them and you want them to like yeah achieve do, their dreams. Achieve achieve their dreams, and they're all very like they have their individual stuff. They have like great personalities, and over the course of all these games, you kind of see them. You they go through a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and be able to obviously resolve the, the yeah. end, um, but yeah. Do you have any? Uh, I mean, you, you did throw a lot out. I threw a lot of made yeah, up. I think you said the the first the first empire. You said I'm like this is Final Fantasy bullshit. Oh, very much so. I mean, and to be fair, I will get you back when I do Kingdom Hearts. Oh no, I know because I get to explain the heart of the world, the heart of darkness. No, I feel like by the time we're gonna be circling back, but oh yeah, we're gonna be. Uh, just to, just to kind of feed on yeah. also into that anime or like Final Fantasy bullshit. You know, Kingdom Hearts is like a location. Oh, is it really? Yes. It's 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 a thing. It's an actual place. It's an actual thing. Yes. I thought it was. That's just what it was called. No, Kingdom Hearts is the heart of like the galaxy. Oh, and then there's all the keys there, right? Yeah. But, like, yeah. So all the heart worlds connected. We're we're getting into Final Fantasy <laughs> bullshit. Um, but that's cool because like I do remember. I know, like, Bahamut is a, is a classic, like, final boss oh, in a yeah. lot of Final Fantasy games. Yeah, no, it's, there. The, there's a ton of references, because in every final, there's, like, uh, Chocobos. Yeah, Chocobos are the, the big... Which, because in, in Eorzea, that half of the continent, they don't use horses, they use uh, Chocobos, mm. which are, like, these giant birds, like, big chickens. Big, that, like, ostriches. Yeah, and then the Garleans, too, are like, what are these stupid <laughs> birds that you <laughs> we ride... We have a car, you we, No, they do, they're like, we have tanks, yeah. and you're running around on these birds, you savages. Um, but no, it was actually really interesting. It is, it's it's funny to see. It's one of those things where you. I'm trying to figure out how to describe it. 
it's interesting seeing like fantasy mm-hmm. like Japanese fantasy which is in and of itself right if you get back into like like the hit like the lore like like Studio Ghibli movies mm-hmm. as it's a form of Japanese fantasy yeah. but it's interesting seeing how much fantasy kind of intertwines with itself oh it does yeah right like like a lot of like there's a lot of Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. in Final Fantasy yes and there's a lot of um there's another thing that I, I like well, listened and I was like oh that sounds it was like, like D&D too a lot of Dungeons and Dragons plays a big role in Final Fantasy yeah and Final Fantasy is also very famous for its art. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the yeah, art for Final Fantasy. So I was like familiar, but it's interesting because like I did play. I got to like level fifty or so, yeah. I think, yeah. in the game. And then I was like, uh, "That's my problem too." Is that I get because it is oh, yeah. a lot of looting. Oh, it's, it's you got a fight thing. I need this piece of armor to hopefully, it, yeah. And it's just like there's so much stat building in it oh yeah that it can't like oh but it buffs my cooldowns by 2% which oh, yeah. in turn means I have 4 seconds to cast a spell like oh, it's yeah. too much micromanaging for me it feels oh. like eventually yeah you you can play it just by playing like the story through and then <laughs> you, know, you, you, you literally can you'll get it yeah. all the way through but, but uh, I've always liked I've always liked the concept of MMOs because of anime mm-hmm. and how much MMOs play oh yeah Oh, the, the the fights at the end, like the like raids and stuff, are just straight like anime battles. Yeah, you're just throwing bombs at each other. You're throwing bombs. Like, oh, the spirit. Uh, but it does remind me a lot of what's it called? Uh, Log Horizon, which mm-hmm. I've told you about as an it's anime. Like Log Horizon, which is an anime for anybody who's curious, who likes this like MMO system, but doesn't kind of like like the idea, like who? Because like when you watch anime MMOs, because that's been my biggest experience. Yeah. And World of Warcraft, oh, I yeah. never played it, but I had a, we had a couple of friends. Shout out to Hayden. Who uh, played World of Warcraft? Yeah. Um, but like, it's it's never it's never what we, we, we like you. No, it's, it's very never... much like it's very much like League. Like you watch a trailer for League. Like my God, you're like, go. oh, this is cool, and then you boot it on. And you're like, okay, I'm a uh, I'm bottom. I'm gonna go with my uh, support. support. I'm clicking, and you're like, okay, this isn't as exciting. No, and I feel like that's like right. You watch like Overlord. Or oh like, yeah, like even Sword Art. For as much as people hate Sword Art, you're like, oh, this is. Oh cool. yeah. No. I want to meet a pretty girl. Let's go. Let's fight. No. And then you do this. So I think, like, if you like, like, how you do, you like that MMO style, Log Horizon is really fun. Because it's more about the, it's more about the MMO part Mm -hmm. of it. It's not like, it's it's not fantastical in the sense of like, I can kill everything. Right. It's like, oh, now we have to think about how we build our party for the raid. Oh, yeah. And things like that. And I think that's the thing too, is like, I never had enough friends who liked it. Yeah, it's a really so, <laughs> that that is one thing I do like about Final Fantasy compared to other MMOs, just mm-hmm. as like a game standpoint, because you can literally just play it through for the story, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about like gear or shit. Or you can get to the end and you can do like hardcore like raiding. It's really kind of like what you want it to be. Okay. Because if you just want to get to the end and you just want to do like hardcore raids and you want to do like trials and stuff like that. That's what you can do, or you can play it for the story and then just wait for the next story bits to come out and like mm-hmm. go like that. So it's it's really it, it's nice because usually a game kind of like it's like Warcraft is really only based around the end game rating. Yeah. Now n- now anyway. Um, yeah. That's a that's a different. Uh, that's <laughs> that, a, yeah, that's that's us being nerdy. It, about it's MMOs. also it, I wanted to, I forgot to bring up too. It's it's kind of fun, fun. So. It, one of the expansions, you go to one of the reflections, you go to one of the other worlds, uh-huh. and all the races there are actually called by their, like, normal fantasy names. Oh, elf. So they get boy. there, and they're like, oh, you're an elf. And they're like, 
No. no. Yeah, they're like, oh, look, dwarves. And they're like, what? And they're like, oh, a human. And they're like, it's because you, like, your party doesn't know what that is. Uh, so they're like, okay. They're like, what are, why do they, they're like, they call us elves here. So it's like, so, so it's a fun, like. Like a nod to that kind of thing. Yeah. That's cool. I yeah. do like that. But it, yeah, it's really fun. Um, So what do you, I guess, for, for the people who are interested in this game, so what do you play as? And stuff uh, like I play as a bard. Uh, I want to sing a song. I play as, yeah, no, I like I play as bard. I roll the fuck the dragon. And and honestly, um, compared to like other MMOs, you can play all classes on one character, which what? is actually normally you can't do. You yeah. have to have a bunch of alts to do that. So that's actually and every um, every different class has its own full story to it, its own like campaign essentially to do, and that's how you like level it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always played a bard just because it's it's fun. It's it's a support DPS role. So basically, all the songs that you play buff your party. Yeah. So they all. So every song that you play does like a different buff. So you don't do a ton of. Even though you're a DPS, you don't do a ton of natural damage yourself. But you being on the team Makes enables everyone to do a ton of damage. Okay. Uh, and then you have this pretty nice little uh, burst because the more songs you play up, you build up like uh, a whole verse. Mm. Then basically, um, it's a builder spender. If anyone kind of is familiar with MMOs that's what it does it builds up and then it spends mm. a cost um, but it, but it's a really fun class to play you'll never catch me playing tank I don't have enough uh, mental enough juice in me to, to do that yeah so I know for anyone who's played like normal fantasy games or even like Dungeons and Dragons usually your tank is your traditional like buff character mm-hmm. like your, your front line guy who is has abilities to soak up damage like like does like what's called taunts like to draw to draw enemies' yes. attentions to it because it has usually higher stat boosts or defensive stats mm-hmm. and things like that. But I know with the way you, it plays in Final Fantasy is a little different. Than, it plays along that, but apparently it's also a little more difficult to play. It is. It is a little bit more difficult because you have to manage uh, taunts constantly because uh-huh. you have to manage aggro of everything. Uh-huh. And usually, if you're doing like high end stuff, there's two tanks. So one will manage um, like main aggression, and the other one has to pull like any ads that come up in the fights. So you have to constantly be like, there's there's a lot of communication, there's a lot of thinking, and there's a lot of like, because there's certain abilities called tank busters. Uh-huh. So you really have to be like managing your cooldowns, and you really have to be looking at your shields, and you really have to be on it while. If you're playing a DPS, you can just kind of like lightning bolt, yeah, yeah <laughs> lightning yeah. bolt. And when you're playing a tank, you're like doing math in your fucking head, be like, okay, if it hits for this, if I hit the button, no, and then then you just got this buffoon behind you going lightning <laughs> bolt. <laughs> Woo, this yeah, is fun. That's fun. Woo, I'm having so much fun. You're just like, they're like dancing around. Much like football, it's a lineman. You know, how do I stop this 300 pound man from killing the guy oh. who just gets to throw the ball and everybody cheers for him? No, exactly. How do I do it? But no, it's um. But yeah, and and like I said, the thing too is it's definitely the it's the one piece of MMOs. Like that's the thing is it a lot of the first story um, is all world building. Okay, it's all just kind of going around, and everything is locked behind the main story. Dungeons are locked behind the main story. If you don't do the main story, so if you don't like plot, you better you click through fast. You better click through fast, and um, the voice acting in the base game isn't great. Mm-hmm. After the fir- after the base game, they changed every single voice actor. Okay. So the last four expansions have all been with the same group of people. Okay. So I remember going back and playing a little bit <clears throat> of the base game, going, "Who, who, who are you, you people?" people. 
Uh, I think too, from what I've played from it and what you've mm-hmm. talked to me about, it is it's one of the easier MMO games to get into. Very much so, one of the easier MMOs uh, to get into. Um, it's also one of the least. There's really no pay to win. Like you can buy cosmetics and stuff like that, but there's no um, the most pay to win. I guess you could buy a boost in order to skip. You just go to the Blast expansion and be able to play through that. Uh, <clears throat> that takes the fun out of it. But I mean, yeah, yeah if you want to waste that money, I guess. if you want to, yeah, it's not crazy but it kind of takes it's definitely a journey it's more of a journey than like a destination as is all most japanese exactly RPGs. um but there's not uh, it's not like a black desert um you know anything about black so black desert is only like gear based yeah and it's all but it's all randomized because you have to craft it all and it's all randomized if it works so you can spend hours and hours and hours grinding the materials, and then it's a percent chance that that's going to come together to actually get you the gear you want. Oh, but you can pay money and to get, get the better gear rolls. And uh, better. So it's, it's definitely... That's uh, what get you, huh? And then the, you pay money to get the pets to pick up more stuff that drops from kill. So it, it, it's not like that. It's okay. There are some games that uh, aggressively try to... Uh, what, was that, what was that one game Amazon released? Oh, uh, New World. There was, there was New World and then there was Lost Ark? Lost Ark. Oh, Lost Ark is... I, so. I played Lost Ark for a little bit. Lost Ark is cool. Lost Ark, um, it, it's real grinding. It's like a Diablo. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So So it's very much... Its whole thing is at the end you get loot, right? Yeah. But basically the problem that that runs into is... Um, I really like MMOs. I like the grind of MMOs. Yeah. But what Lost Ark's problem is is that you have... Um, you have to have multiple characters... In order to stay up, because you one character can't grind enough in order to stay current to like be in the raids, you need multiple characters running stuff so you can take that stuff and send it to your main character. So you got to be playing like seven different characters, grinding, wow. sending it all to your main character in order to keep them relevant. Which wow, okay, that sounds like a lot. That is a lot for um, people who have. This is not bad. People have like jobs and like yeah. responses they can't just. Like, this is meant for like people who yeah. have either given up and are like, I'm just gonna play this all day. And that's why honestly, that's again why Final Fantasy is good because it it respects your time more than other ones because you can like drop in, do stuff, still make progress on what you want. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the gear in it is based off like currencies, so you just kind of like do an activity that you like, you get currency for what you need, and then you can just. Get it, buy, yeah. yeah. So you don't have to really like. There's stuff you can get from drops and stuff like that, but it's never. If you don't want to grind for drops, it's never gonna like hurt you. You mm-hmm. can just get it a different way. So it's uh, you don't have to do like. For, and for anybody who's, I, mean, we, I know we dropped a lot of MMO terms and stuff like that, but MMOs and RPGs run very. They are RPGs. Very similar. Very similar. Um, Borderlands. Borderlands. Borderlands is an RPG. Yeah. Or like, is it a looter shooter? It's a looter shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anytime you're you're killing things for loot to get better gear, you're kind of playing. You're playing yeah. an MMO land without playing an MMO land. Yeah. It's it's been um, MMO. It's not a dying genre. It's just that there's they're so expensive to make. And up, it's upkeep. It's too. upkeep too. So the problem is that there hasn't been a really successful MMO that hasn't been tied to a successful IP in yeah. a long time. So like. Final Fantasy is really big. Uh, the last one was like Elder Scrolls Online because that was tied to like Skyrim yeah. and, and that Star old, Wars is the Old Republic. Was Star Wars the Old Republic. It's been a long and New World was the closest one they got, but then that, that game was so buggy mm-hmm. that um, it didn't. And the and two, uh, 
traditional MMOs that don't have a thing. So, like, Final Fantasy has its story, right? It has, like, a thing. So, with Elder Scrolls. But back in the day, the reason WoW worked so good is the internet wasn't really as, like, together. Yeah. So, you actually had to, like, figure stuff out. And it was more like... It was... They put the end... They put the end, right? The massive. The It was a bunch of people all playing together to do a certain thing. And with the internet, right, you don't need that so much because everyone just wants to get done. Yeah. So you, and like we said, you kind of like optimize the fun out of a game. So it was, it just turned into people like, okay, but what's the quickest way for me to do this? Oh yeah, what's the best item I can get? Rather than like, well, this is cool. Yeah, let me shoot, let me try with this lower level thing, but you know, that'll give me the, what I need. So, so, so it's just different now. There's not as many, like, uh, options. Another version, too, I don't know if people classify this as an MMO. Destiny's technically... Technically. Destiny, and, and Destiny's in a weird, like, gray area where it's... Um, it's a looter shooter, but it's also an MMO because you can do raids and jump in with people. And, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's right in that area. Um, another thing, if people have ever wanted to play Final Fantasy XIV and are, like, I don't want to get on my mm. computer and click away and all that darkness. Uh, it's on consoles. It's not, on consoles. Not many MMOs are on consoles. No, besides. being on consoles actually, it works really well too. It works great on it the does, console. Yes, yes, I yes. really like the uh, control scheme, uh, which it's kind of crazy that more MMOs aren't on consoles because it's mm-hmm. it, it's been proven they can. It's actually going to be coming to Xbox now. It, it was only on PlayStation, and now yes. it's going to go over to Xbox. Yes, traditionally Final yeah. Fantasy has always been a. Sony. Sony, Japan. Yeah, because I know Final Fantasy sixteen is going to be one of the first ones too. I know. I think fifteen went over. Yeah, I think. But I, well, so, so, I mean, sixteen was just a PlayStation exclusive. But I think it'll eventually be on Xbox as well. Mm-hmm. And if anybody wants to, like, if this maybe motivates you to go, well, like the, that mm-hmm. seems kind of interesting too. Final Fantasy. Hopefully, went, we'll we'll probably do Final Fantasies at one point. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing sixteen, which is Game of Thrones, Final Fantasy. Yeah. And it very much is like the maps look like the maps from Westeros in the, in the show, um, but I think every, every Final Fantasy has a different flavor. Oh yeah, very much which so. Is, which is really nice as well. So like this is like a Final Fantasy slash Final Fantasy fourteen slash MMO episode. Yeah, no, hundred percent. We're trying to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're gonna see some con- the continuity things, uh, and hopefully, you know, this is a good practice run for us because, like I said, I have Kingdom Hearts. Loaded up in in the clip at some point, and yeah. I'm just trying to figure. Like you had to navigate. You had to navigate the. Uh, that's why I wanted to do an episode to get all like the big fucking words out <laughs> yeah. of the way, so that way when we, I'll just be able to kind of like. These are the go, things yeah. that are happening, and like here's this empire we talked mm. about. It. Go ahead, look at this last episode. Yeah. Wow, well, this is fun. I I've dabbled in Final Fantasy fourteen. I feel like I always need to like get back into it. Um, but thank you, Zach. Uh, thank you, everybody who's listening. We are on 728, I think, as of I just checked like 30 seconds ago. I checked that thing an aggressive amount. I'm going to be shameless about it. It's, You're shame. But we just want to say thank you to everybody who has listened, even if, you know. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, we have gotten uh, three new followers on Spotify. So oh, we are big shout out to the homies. Yeah, I think we're about total 40 between at least Apple and Spotify. Uh, once again, the merch stuff is down the line. We just have to make sure we have enough money to buy the merch <laughs> things. Um, but thank you again, everybody, for listening. Uh, you guys have made this a wonderful journey for us. But don't forget, we are on Facebook, where I post constantly. Um, we are on uh, Instagram, where I'm also posting mm-hmm. constantly. 
one day I'll be. I, I think I'm gonna do it. I think I'm gonna just do Twitter. I I don't know what I'm. What, you mean X? Yeah, I'm sorry. X before the Elon has me assassinated. <laughs> um, and then you know, try and figure out some more social stuff that we can do eventually. Smoke signals in the sky. <laughs> We're releasing an episode. And just <laughs> send like uh, those little like waving lights. Just lighting a fire in the middle of the street. <laughs> 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 Oh, it's the Lori Time Podcast. They're on! They're on! They're burning down the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, everybody, again. Thank you, Zach, for it's taking fun. your time to, to weave through that lore. <sighs> like an ancient AP European history test. I remember what. Well, it's, it's one of those things that's so funny because it's so clear in your head, and you're like, hey, how do I like explain these made-up words? And Final Fantasy is notorious for like a concept that like that, like... You are all... Everybody has a piece of... Of a soul. Where's Mickey Mouse? In 14 different locations. And you're like, oh, okay. And if we all combine them <laughs> into one... We will figure it out. Uh, but no. Thank you guys. Listen. We're excited. I don't know what I'm going to do for next week. I know Tokyo Ghoul's done really well. Maybe I'll just jump on. Ride the wave. Ride the wave, baby. But Tokyo Ghoul has that same issue. Yeah. I think because one of our friends, shout out to David, was like, I don't know who half these people are. I'm like, it's okay because I don't even. <laughs> they're just names. They're just names. I know what they look like on the page. I know they're, yeah. So, well, no, some of the anime too. Uh, they made people with like. They, they they put like a lot of gray filter into the uh, anime, and everybody has like a blue or purplish mm-hmm. black, blue, purple, black hair. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> four different shades of purple. Who are you? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's it. That's all for us. I'll leave it a surprise for next week. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, may the may the mother, mother crystal mother crystal be ever be in your favor. <laughs> Good night.